Today on the Mike O'Mara Show. Are you, are you giving me uh Is that Jazz Hands You Don't Want to Talk, or is that my rating? Ten. Oh, nice. Ten. It's a ten? It's got to feel ten. good. I said, I, I, Out of look, a possible people one. People were doubting me, and they thought I was some sort of pervert and just like really hyping this guy up. No. It's a ten. It's a ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so well, I you, think you guys uh, are talking about different things. I think the 10 rating was on Mike observing her birthday, and you're oh, still talking hey, about Hey, Rob, I penis. figured out what sound I lost. <laughs> it's so tough, and uh, and and really, from uh, my 7-year-old on through uh, my daughters and uh, and everybody in between in that age group, Rob's kids, uh, yeah. you know, though I think we really, I, I hope we're more aware of how, I, how it's impacting these kids. I have a quick follow-up. Um, are you still allowed to hit your students? <laughs> <laughs> All that and more. The Mike O'Mara Show starts now. Mike O'Mara Radio Entertainment. Today's episode of The Mike O'Mara Show is brought to you by our bonus packages. Please go to MikeO'MaraShow.com and click on the bonus banner. You'll get access to all of our bonus content, and even better, you'll be helping out TMOS. So please quit sucking, and we thank you. Available on demand every day in iTunes and the Google Play Store and around the world on MikeO'MaraShow.com. What more can we do for you? It's the Mike O'Mara Show. They really are useless beasts, aren't they, Rob? They really, I mean, really, when you really add it all up. I mean, I love them. They're nice to have around, uh, but uh, dogs. Oh, I'm glad you're talking need, about dogs because uh, what was just machines, in the shot correct? was my wife and my dog. So I'm glad you were talking about my dog. Stop it. Yeah, That's but I mean. so not fair. He's, there, there he is, sweet boy. Come on. I mean, he, they bring so much joy. He's a good Speaking boy. Speaking of useless beasts. <laughs> hey, here he is right on time. Punctual as usual. <laughs> is it not eight o'clock? Eight oh one. I looked at my watch when I walked in. Eight o'clock. Thanks for waiting, yeah, fellas. Thanks. Yeah. Well, we couldn't today. Sometimes we can. Sometimes we can. Uh, so anyway, speaking that, it's just need machines. Yeah, always, need, always need machines. Little dogs need machines all the time. It's so frustrating sometimes. How really. big is Winslow now? All right, we got a, we got an update on uh, Winslow. I'm not sure how many pounds he is, but I have to tell you this about Winslow the dog. All Winslow right. the dog is going to stop growing uh, in in 12 to 16 months, or maybe it's 16 to 18 months. I think he stops growing in 16 to 18 months. Months or is weeks? Not si- 16 to 18 months. Wow, really? Many, I th- what? What? How many months? 12 to 14 months is I, when the dog will stop growing. He is not six months yet. We think so, maybe he be wow. he may be the largest Boston Terrier on the face of the planet. <laughs> he might that's actually be a German Shepherd. Double check his papers. Right. <laughs> right. That's exactly. crazy. But uh, an athletic. So barstool size chairs yeah. that he now does a straight vertical jump. I have to get this dog into Frisbee competition. I have to get this dog. You mean he jumps sort of... up and lands on a stool? Yes. Wow. Straight up. That's like the legs are the legs are made. He will jump across furniture. He jumps over co- over sofas to get to the other side. He, <laughs> he is leaps tall buildings with a yes. single hey, bound. Carla, Carla, bring me bring me our Boston Terrier before we uh, introduce our our uh, listener of the week here. Our, talking, our, our head. talking head. The head that talks. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Bring the dog in before we bring the guy that talks on, the, on his head. Mike, the listener of the week. Right. <laughs> Let's do it. 
All right, did you hear me, honey? You bringing the hound? And honey? He's big. We've not seen him in yeah, a I long seen him time. In three months. Yeah. Good oh, boy. Wow. He's he's getting much bigger. He is. He's not a lap dog. You're anymore. not going to be able to carry him in like two months. As your boy. Are his ears constantly like that? Those are the greatest he's ears I've ever ear, seen. One ear that's perked up and one that's a little floppy. That's great. Yeah. I Aww. love him so much. Oh, he's so I sweet. So oh, he's got great markings great. around his lips. He's yes, got really he cute. Does. Oh, he's pretty. Is tongue that, oh, there he is. Lick, lick. No, oh, good boy. Good boy. Yeah. That's Winslow. All right, thank you. He's 16 pounds already. Wow. So it's nice to have a real dog. Hell and yeah. we're worried because they, they play all the time. We're worried that he might kill. Him. Hells yeah. But you know well, what? That to me is thinning the herd. It's, That's the way I look at it. Is, yeah. a, is it a herd mentality in your house? Yeah. <laughs> Herd, me- herd mentality. Uh, hey, that's not what we're here to do today because it is Friday. It is Talking yes. Head Friday. It is time for us to introduce our uh, our fabulous Talking Head. Uh, this is Dr. David Russell, PhD. Yes. Like Mike O'Mara, David likes to golf. Ooh, that's a good thing. Like yeah. Rob Spiewak, David loves old movies on TCM. Like Oscar Santana, David has a doctorate in English. (laughs) Thank you, David. (laughs) Hey, he's a Florida guy. That's awesome. Uh, Dr. Russell has been teaching for 32 years. Uh, He is currently a professor at Lock Haven University in Lock Haven, Pennsylvania, dead center of the state. Well, boy, do we need that state coming up here in in, in November, baby. Old Joe's spending some time in PA. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he is married to Leanne Russell. That sounds like a famous person, but it's not. It's like a country a singer, doesn't it sound like a country singer? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Leanne Russell with her latest. <laughs> uh, uh, she works at uh, Jersey Shore Steel. So, it, well, I, I'm not through the intro yet, but David, your, uh, uh, your wife is a steel worker? She, she works in the office. Oh, Not on the, the floor. Okay. okay, good. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we were clear on that. Uh, let's see. A uh, steel plant that is totally green, by the way. He has two dogs, Vivian and Agnes. <laughs> Great names for dogs. And two cats. Uh, sorry about that. Portia and Chaplin. Uh, those sound like perfect cat names. Yes. Uh, he discovered the show thanks to the fabulous Sports Babe. Wow. In 1999, he first heard us when he was living in S-Town. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's amazing. He has been devoted to the podcast since 2010. He subscribed to the bonus show on September 9th. Yay for Dave. Uh, it, you know what? You could, could you put something besides your dad's phony yay for Dave? Because he's surprised. You know, that's just so you. Try to put less of you in these intros. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Is he saying nothing? He's saying nothing. No, I'm not. I'm, I was listening uh, to what you're going to say. I'm, I'm trying to come to up hear, with something uh, for uh, better than uh, Yay for Dave. No, it's just Yay for Dave. Yeah, thanks. Well, I mean, it's, it's good. A lot of money. It's a big deal. Yay. <laughs> uh, anyway, he loves to hear Mike do Arnold, Bill O'Reilly, Regis, and Larry King. COVID-19 has ruined his ability to travel, which he loves, and forced him to teach online. He has a class today at 9.05. We'll get you out of here. Thank Fun you. Fun fact. He once met Mayor Massiello (laughs) at a Democratic fundraiser and shook his hand. Mm. Big big meaty hand, David. Big, uh, like, uh, Sasquatch-sized hand for the mayor. Uh, Well, it was a long time ago, and I had had a few adult beverages, so I don't honestly remember. I just remember him sort of being a very... 
forceful fellow. Let's put it that way. Oh, nice. Oh. How about that? Mm. Maddie, does that line up with your memories? Uh, <laughs> my memories of my father. Yes, I would say he is pretty forceful. I'm forceful. no green. He gets what he wants. <laughs> oh, Rob, I didn't put it in the soundboard. Someday. You'll get it in there. It'll be fine. Don't you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. <laughs> don't you know who I am? I'm Tony Masiello. I buy you. You don't buy me. <laughs> it's not Tony, is it, uh, Maddie? It, it is Tony. Tony. It is Tony. You got yeah. it. Don't you know it's- who I am? I'm Tony Masiello, and I run this city with an iron fist. From here forward, though, can we call him Mo Masiello? Mo. My name is Anthony Masiello. Uh, he is on a desktop, uh, and, but his webcam has enough uh, mobile ability to show off his messy office. Based on what I see in back of you, Jesus Christ, David. I mean, that is a little bit... Uh, are you a hoarder, David? I'm just kind of curious. Are you... Uh, uh- my, my wife is actually more the hoarder than I am, although I will say my office typically is a lot cleaner, but because I'm teaching online here in my home office, I have to have things readily available. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's a lot of junk around that you can see here. What uh, What do you teach? Did we get that in your bio? English. I don't think we did. English? Is it? No. You, are, you, what are, you, are you an English teacher, an English professor? I, I'm an English professor. That's correct. Is this creative writing? Uh, what uh, what type of English are we talking about here? Literatica? Well, this, uh, in, in the fall, I almost always teach freshmen exclusively, and that's actually what's happening this semester. I'm teaching four sections of composition. So I have all first semester freshmen, and we're trying to keep them all in the boat uh, and not uh, fade away here since we don't have them face-to-face. Uh, I hear something in the background. Would that be, let's see... Uh, that, that, uh, would that be Vivian or Agnes that I hear in the background there? Uh, that's, that's more Vivian, although Agnes is mixed in there we, because mm-hmm. it's a nice cool morning. We have the windows open. Actually, my wife is at work now, but we have the windows open. And so anytime somebody has the audacity to walk down the street, uh, Vivian <laughs> wants to say hello. Well, they're protecting David, the uh, house. Yeah. That's good. Dr. Job. Russell, yeah, the- I, uh, you know, for, for a PhD that teaches, uh, freshman, composition i have to uh you know my father god rest his soul a long time ago in a land far far away used to mention to me that uh you know the the greatest fear he had uh dr russell was the dumbing of america (laughs) and as someone who is on the front lines even virtually with uh the youth of america i am extremely curious as to uh what your impression would be of the uh the state of the idiocracy, as we like to call it, <laughs> uh, currently, it. because I, I I don't think there could be any better barometer for the uh, mental acuity state of America than uh, a professor who is teaching college freshmen. So uh, not to put you on any kind of spot whatsoever, David, but uh, how would you, uh, over the years, you've been teaching for a good long time now, let's just take uh, the last... <laughs> The last decade. Have you seen uh, the last line? four years? How about <laughs> you've seen the line? I'll just ask you, where do you see the line trending uh, at this particular? I, I, tell me they're 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 better and brighter than they've ever been. That's what I'd like to hear. But tell me the truth, I guess. Um, what I would say is that most of the freshmen that I deal with and again, we recruit a good number of our students from fairly rural places, but they are quite um, sophisticated, much more so than when I went to college, for example, in 1984, about what's going on around them. And they are much more interested in engaging in what's going on around them. 
Now, from a skills perspective, uh, there's no question but that uh, foundational skills have gone down uh, wow. precipitously okay. and noticeably. Um, one of the things that happens as an instructor, what I try to do is to figure out where my students are and knowing where I need them to get, I need to meet them at a certain place so that I can make sure that we get the um, material covered that we need to cover and I can get them writing at a level that's going to be good for them down the road. Uh, and I've had to go further and further and further down to the point now where really I began by talking about subjects and verbs. Uh, really? And God. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. Now, wow. you all, Oscar might be too young to remember this, but I'm sure that Mike and Rob do when you were in uh, grammar school, uh, diagramming sentences. Of course, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, they, they don't do that anymore, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. And so I sort of do uh, my own version of that kind of thing as a starting point to try to get people to understand how all the individual parts work. So that because, again, one of the things I say to my students all the time, you have to write in the way that people read. Uh, if you want to write in abstract ways for poets and, uh, you know, fiction writers, that works. But for somebody who is trying to write a short report for his boss, that's probably not going to cut it. Wow. It's always I... comes. We always seem to go back to this topic. But do you blame email and social media and literary shorthand for making people forget how to write properly i mean we are the lol generation when we're typing that because we we're not even laughing out loud that's just what we're saying so do you think that people are so accustomed to abbreviations and text and stuff is that like cutting into their ability to actually communicate in english you know i think there might be something to that but what i have noticed more and more is that we are a less and less literate society. Uh, we don't read. Uh, right. When I was a kid, I grew up very poor, but my mom took a subscription to the newspaper and the newspaper came in every day and I would read it. I would normally read the sports page. In fact, just as a side note, Mike, this is one of the many things that you and I have in common. When I first went to college in 1984, I was a journalism major and I wanted to be the beat writer for the Boston Red Sox. I have been a Red Aww. Sox fan for oh, cool. almost the entirety of my life, even mm -hmm. though I grew up in Cleveland, in the Cleveland area. So, okay. um, But uh, we always had reading material around. My mom you know, would buy those um, encyclopedias, the A's and the B's. She'd get you know, the one for 99 cents. At and the then grocery the store, yeah. For <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that uh, that many young people don't have – um, experiences reading extended narratives. Um, and so it's hard for them to make all the pieces fit together. And I, um, so I despair a little bit that way. Wow. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's something that, uh, I've, I've noticed just online cause we get so much of our news online now. And, uh, mm -hmm. I, look, I don't know, and Oscar might help me with this. I don't know whether the uh, the way I understand it is at some of these television stations, they have the online text that is delegated to the underlings. And so you will have people that are, they'll have a news story that has to be recapped. Uh, you see it a lot. I, mm -hmm. I do it a lot when I'm right. up in uh, the early hours. I don't want any sound on the uh, television, I'm, I'm, but I'm trying to get a highlighted story from uh, a news outlet. And you will see the text that has been added on. And sometimes I look at that, and I go, 
it was this generated from a foreign country? I'm not kidding you. Oh, it's I usually that, a software. It's not, right? Yeah, it's the software that's, that's pulling it's that. It's the software? Yeah, no, no You're blaming no, no it on a, the software? No one's actually, yeah, no one's actually typing that out. Like that's, really? That's not happening. So it's like it's, a voice to text yeah, almost? Yeah. So we could, so there are, there are different tiers of, of different that's, softwares. See, that's why I asked you about that. So that's if you want to, so for example, if you want to get a transcript years ago, somebody would have to listen and, and type, type out it. the transcript. Yeah. Now you could literally pull it into a software, depending on the amount of money you're willing to spend, and get the quality back that you just spent. So if you spent right. thirty bucks, you can get thirty bucks of a transcript back. If you spend a hundred dollars, you get a hundred dollars of the transcript back. So, wow. but then, wow. but even then, you still have to go back and triple check the software yeah. to make sure it's right. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking uh, having uh, both my daughters now through college on the other side of it and uh being i just can't think i mean being teaching what you're teaching to me is just so valuable because i think the rules should apply you should still be able to communicate should be able to write a decent letter should be able to write a decent paper and uh i would imagine it's kind of uh stimulating to have these kids these freshmen come in you were going to say something else well, i'm yes. curious um so there's a there's a lot to be said about um, like softwares like Grammarly that help yeah. you sound intelligent and not like a big dummy, um, and then and there, and for those of you that don't know, they're essentially uh, grammar correctors that you pay a premium for. You get the free version, and I bet I bet David's got to police that a well, little that's, bit. Well, too, and, uh, well, I mean Grammarly's not a problem. It's more important that someone actually uses it. I would imagine because <laughs> if they're not even using that basic software, they're just writing. Sometimes the longest run-on sentence they've ever seen. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would well, you find that the case, Doc, when that's happening? Uh, yes. The, I have not done a deep dive into Grammarly, although it is much better than, uh, for example, the way that the grammar checker works within Word. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, one of the things that I do at the beginning of a semester, especially when I'm face-to-face -face with my students, is that in advance of class, I, I will have written out five sentences that have very obvious grammar errors in them. And I then project them up on the screen and I show what the errors are. And I also highlight the fact that Microsoft Word didn't catch a single one of them. So, and these are simple things sometimes like the difference between TO and TOO and TWO. And sometimes it, it's based on where a comma has to go and that sort of thing. The example that I use all the time is, let's eat grandma. Uh, if you don't have a <laughs> comma after eat, then you are indicating that you might be a cannibal. So, can I make a suggestion for... Uh, and, and you can wait, you can wait till uh, when we, uh, we get through, we punch our way out of the pandemic and we're before uh, you know, audiences in our case and uh, classrooms in your case. I'd like you to do this as one of your sentences, because I think this is a, a perfect sentence, uh, but it might confuse your students. What I would like you to write on your board, uh, when you get your first live freshman comp class, I would write on the board, Brando has what plants crave, comma, <laughs> It has electrolytes. Period. I would think that would be, and see, uh, you know, if the, I just say it's kind of a trick question, right? Yeah. I see uh, what happens because uh, technically with that. that would require a semicolon, right? Because mm -hmm. it's two independent sentences. Yeah. Okay, so see, Mike, 
That way wow. we can teach through the magic of laughter. Now, the question I have is if we take out the mechanics of English. At Rob Spiewak University. <laughs> teaching through the math. Rob, who was a, a better student than I was in college, Rob's grammar uh, breakdown that he has, he's in a, he has no ability to correct it is there's cars, there's boats. There's a, he does that. You do that routinely. You've never been able to correct it. And I've mm. always, it's always driven me nuts. And I'm sure I've got some that drive you nuts as well. When I say that the one that I, uh, that I hate more than anything is ending a sentence with a preposition. I've always hated that. Yes. And only, uh, you know, it, th- where are you at? That yeah. is something that drives me uh, out of my mind. Uh, Who did you that- come with? Yeah, that's that's another one. Yeah. Uh, So if you take the mechanics out of it, though, I do have one other question. If you look over the last 20 years, if you see that they have gotten less literate in the mechanical use of the language, have the themes of their compositions changed? Is their mood like you see freshmen come in and you assign them composition and you assign them writing. And if you don't assign them a topic, where do they go mentally with their content? Has that changed? Uh, it has, and I would say that um, you know this generation of young people, they have now suffered through two of the worst economic catastrophes in the history of our mm. country. Right, and so uh, whereas most of them, most of the freshmen, uh, were either not alive or were little kids on nine eleven, so they don't remember any of that. Right. They definitely remember having to move because dad lost his job or um, uh, having to go to a community college for a year or two because the college fund had to be depleted. And so the themes that students write about now are indeed a lot darker. And the other issue too in all of this is the university as a whole, even since I've been teaching since the fall of 1988, And I've taught at all kinds of different places. I taught as a graduate assistant at the University of Florida, where I got my master's and PhD. I've taught at small liberal arts colleges. Uh, I've taught at branches of big schools. Lock Haven is about 3,000 students, so it's a small public university. Um, the, The overarching themes, the universities have become much more democratic places, little d democratic. So what happens is that the problems of our society intrude into the university in ways that I didn't notice in the late 80s and early 90s. Uh, Young people who have anxiety issues, young people who are coming from really difficult financial or family circumstances. And I would definitely say, especially over these last four years, that the themes that young people write about uh, when they're writing about, say, for example, my, my students are going to turn in an essay next Friday, and the basic theme of the essay is I want I want them to write about a moment that they now recognize as a turning point in their lives when something happened that allowed them to recognize I need to go down this particular pathway. Mm-hmm. And I've looked at some rough drafts, and they're actually wonderful pieces of writing about subjects that are really, really stark and interesting. And at the same time, if we were uh, together face-to-face in class, and if I didn't run the risk of getting fired for it, I would just want to put my arms around some of these people and hug them and say, this is just absolutely horrible, but look at how well you're doing and look what great possibilities you now have in front of you. Oh, man. I, uh, that's bur- I have that's to say brutal. again, Jeez. Uh, it, it's so tough. And, uh, and, and really, from uh, my seven-year-old on through – 
uh, my daughters and uh, and everybody in between in that age group, Rob's kids. Uh, yeah. You know, though, I think we really, I, I hope we're more aware of how, I, how it's impacting these kids. I have a quick follow-up. Um, are you still allowed to hit your students? <laughs> yeah, well, I knew that was coming. Well, COVID, has ruined that was coming. COVID has ruined all that corporal punishment. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they, they imposed several strict, stricter rules a few years ago, so now uh, punching is out. Um, my, 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 no punching my student, at all. My students are really lovely people, but I will say that every once in a while I have a personality conflict. Uh, about four years ago, I got an email, and I uh, and I probably get fifty to seventy-five emails a day on a regular basis, just because of university stuff and students yeah. sending me questions and things like that. I got an email from a, an address that our IT people weren't able to trace back, but the email said only one thing, and I am not making this up. The email said, "I pray for your death." Mm. <laughs> oh my god um, wow oh my, mm. oh my um, god when i uh, when i was a graduate assistant at the university of florida i foolishly used to put my phone number on uh, my syllabi yeah and so uh a student called me up one day and i knew who it was right away i recognized his voice he obviously didn't make an effort to um disguise his voice he was not a mimic and uh he said I know where you live and I know the route you take to school every day. Cause I would ride my bike to school. And oh, I no. said, uh, okay. Jeez. And the, I'm not going to say the kid's name. I'm going to use the name, but I, I'm going to, I said, um, uh, okay, Travis, well just know that tomorrow I'm going to leave the house about quarter after nine. So, and uh, again, you know, 88% of this stuff is foolishness. People who just don't know how to deal with the stress and strain now I will say too, uh, as a guy, and I'm six foot two, and I have a something of a deep voice, and uh, I'm a little bit bulky. Most students don't uh, uh, don't really want to mess with me. My female colleagues get this a heck of a lot more than I do, mm. and wow. I just laugh wow. these things. Boy, you forget, and especially in the era of uh you know the parent when it flipped and you hear that a lot bill yeah. maher talks about it a lot on his show about when the uh you know when it became the parents and the students siding against the teacher when when that yeah. Uh, yeah. broke down you probably get an awful lot of but that like, wow oh i guess travis God. hates verbs man <laughs> <laughs> Travis hates that. just remember the sentence for travis brondo <laughs> <laughs> has what yeah. uh, anyway uh, with that, wow but but i mean also you know we read the news it's a uh, it's, yeah you, you never know right yeah. you never know what's going on oh, in yeah. those minds there wow yeah. and oh, it's also it's, it's different because when i was growing up and and like you heard that someone was like you know maybe had anxiety like you'd get the you know, my parents would be like well just tell them not to anxiety anxiety their way out of society and then yeah. <laughs> or you'd hear someone was on the spectrum you'd be like hey just get off the spectrum and let's get going like that's <laughs> that's not the world we live in now you gotta no, be respectful it's not, it's not. you gotta gotta handle it all well you know uh, wow i mean I love this segment so much because it just gives us a little idea of who's out there and listening to the show. And, uh, you know, it, it, everybody, does, there's so many people that do great things. And uh, you're in that category. I think, my, you know, molding the minds of our youth uh, in a very, very difficult time. Uh, for you, uh, I, I just think it's got to be 
it's got to be so difficult at every possible level of teaching to uh, to be dealing with this. How you know? Last question for you would be: How are you handling it? Uh, are you getting through it? And how do you think your students are doing with the uh, the virtual experience? That uh, all the way from my first grader who's in the other room now, all the way up through the uh, college uh, yeah. ranks uh, with you, professor. How are how are you doing? And how are the kids doing? Well, I'm doing fine. I mean, you know, they pay me to do this. So, um, uh, even if I weren't doing fine, I'd figure out a way to be fine. Um, I, this is not the way that I want to do things. And it's certainly not the way that I was trained to do things. Uh, I tell people all the time that I'm a secular humanist. And the reason is that I love human beings. One of the reasons why I wanted to be a journalist is I'm just very interested in why people do things and why they have the thoughts they have that sort of thing. Uh, as far as the students are concerned, we um, were virtual starting in about mid-March uh, uh-huh. in the spring semester when COVID hit. And I happened to be teaching uh, two senior level classes, a senior level writing class and then a senior level uh, literature class, uh, novels, um, uh, American novels uh, made into films. And that was easier in the sense that the students were all juniors and seniors, so they were much more committed, although... Uh, they didn't like it. Uh, so far, my freshmen are hanging in there. That's the thing that we are very, very concerned about is, is there a way uh, to keep everybody engaged? Because, again, the digital divide is real. People don't have access to Wi-Fi. They don't have access to computers, Um you know, it's easy to say, well, just put the Zoom app on your phone, but many people don't have unlimited data plans and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. And so, um, so the students are really, uh, I think, struggling in ways that, um, that we didn't anticipate. I might just also say really quickly, to assume that students are necessarily better at technology than the adults are, is being proven every day to be incorrect. Um, the students are actually much less apt than we think they are, uh, given what we're asking them to do. It depends on the level of exposure, right? And access. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Mm. So, but, but again, I think they're hanging in there. And as I say to my students all the time, think about it, uh, 50 years from now, when you're bouncing your grandkids on your knees, you can say, I was in college back in those days when things were really bad. Yeah! Wow. Yeah. They can only get can't. better. They can yeah. only and get better. And last thing, very last thing for you, because you, uh, you know, this is your biz. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot for a book recommendation, something that's uh, that that our listening uh, audience might enjoy. I know that I'm uh, I, I I'm between books right now, and I'm looking for something fat and uh, and decent and good. And uh, anything uh, come to mind, uh, Doctor Russell? Yes. Uh, even though my area of expertise is literature, I was trained as a late 19th, early 20th century Americanist. I have found myself more and more reading nonfiction, uh, largely because I have to read a lot of this stuff for my freshmen. I want to suggest David Talbot's book, The Devil's Chessboard, which is about the um, uh, beginnings of the CIA. Oh, cool. Uh, it uh, runs, uh, it's about 700 pages long. And if you read between the lines in some of it, you can see that maybe the JFK conspiracy theorists might uh, not be as nutty as people think. Oh, but, wow. wow. Very wow. good record wow. there. Wow. 
What a pleasure, Dr. David Russell. Uh, good luck with everything and absolutely fascinating, uh, fascinating discussion. Uh, you got to get out of here. You got class, and uh, we truly appreciate all the support for uh, TMOS over the Thank years. Thank you, David. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's my Thank first. You're, you're my first. Uh, look, I could say it to almost every talking head we've had, but I'd love to have you back on the show. You're fascinating to talk to. Really, what a delight! What a delight! Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you, thank thank you, you all much. so much, and thank you for the the opportunity. And Ma- uh, Maddie, please uh, accept my friend request on Facebook. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> that is Dr. David Russell, PhD, and molding the minds of uh, children you. everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic. <laughs> and now, guess what? We can start the show, Rob Spiewak. That was great. It's the Michael Mara Show. You can listen to The Michael Mara Show at www.michaelmarashow.com. Stay tuned for an outstanding entertainment program. It's The <laughs> Michael Mara Show. Let's get down to business. From the entertainment capital of the world. You, you call about the records? Those. Right. It's the best collection I've ever seen. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, I can only afford to buy just a few of these. Give me 50 bucks and they're all yours. <laughs> yeah, right. These are worth at least I, I know, know what 15, they're worth. 20. But you must have... I must have nothing. They're my husband's. And you're not getting along with them too well at the moment, huh? My husband is in Jamaica with a 19-year-old, a friend of my daughter's. And he had the f***ing nerve to call me and ask me to sell his singles collection and send him a check for whatever I got minus a 10% commission. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me, would you be sure to give me a five because mm-hmm. I want to frame it? Put it on the wall. Can I pay you for those properly? I mean, you don't even have to tell them how much you got. Send them 45 bucks and blow the rest. Give it to charity or something. That's not part of the deal. I want to be poisonous, but fair. <laughs> Let's compromise. What about 1500 They're worth at least 10 times that. 60 bucks. 1300 75 <laughs> 1100 That's my lowest offer. And I won't take a penny over 90 more than that, and he could afford to come back, and that's the last thing I want. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think you're going to have to talk to somebody else. <laughs> Fine. Can I just buy that one Otis Redding off of you, please? Ten cents. Let me give you a ten bucks. It's worth 20 times that. Okay, because you've got principles and because you took the trouble to come up here, but that's it. And don't think that you're going to buy these one by one. Did you uh, see the Sex Pistols, God Save the Queen, in there? Yeah, I saw that one. It's free. It's the Mike O'Mara Show. Mike O'Mara, Rob Spiewak, Oscar Santana. And now, from his easy chair, here's Mike. More Cusack, right? Yes. More John Cusack. I'd like yes. to see him more on film. Oh, you, Come see on. Him, you just see him on Cubs games, and they're not even playing now, so you don't He's see him anywhere. Saw so him in a weird movie that was uh, pretty good. He was, a, he was playing a heavy... Uh, a, a criminal down in the islands, uh, but I, I don't even remember the tries, name of it. When he tries, he makes outstanding films. He's great. Absolutely. We are live from the Podcast Village Studios in our nation's capital. This is the Mike O'Mara Show, all the way from Clarence, New York, Gallup, New Mexico, Hickory, Virginia, Vernon Township, New Jersey, Visby, Sweden, and Linger Longer Drive in Somerville, yeah. North Carolina. Uh, the Mike O'Mara Show is on now. By the way, if you'd like to be a talking head like Dr. Uh, Russell there, that would be uh, really uh, something we'd love. We absolutely Absolutely, have taken a segment that was experimental, and mm-hmm. uh, it is so delightful. I to look talk forward to, to it, it every week. My favorite yep. thing to do is on Thursday when I get to do the pre-interview and just get to know these people. They're fascinating, and I knew Dr. Russell. I mean, college professors 
are great to talk to. They're well, just yeah. so it smart. Is. And, and they're smart guys, and you yeah. don't have to be smart. We, we'd like no. to get a real dumb person on sometime, too. If you're dumb like we are, <laughs> we'll have more in common. Uh, you know, right. it'll be great. Anybody can send to Rob with two Bs at MikeOmeraShow.com. Please. Tell Rob why you want to be a talking head and why you want to come on the show. And uh, and Rob would love to talk to you. Yes. And he's so nice. He's the nicest of the three of us to talk to. And uh, and we're all pretty nice off air, believe it or yeah. not, to our listeners. I don't we really, really, really like you, but I'm nice. Mm. He's phony nice, but he's nice. So, That's I mean, right. phony yeah. nice it's is fine if it. you got it. And uh, welcome to the Mike O'Mara Show, this segment of the program, brought to you by Cornerstone First Financial. Uh, I want to go off script and just talk about All right. how appreciative we are uh, of the people from Cornerstone that live in the building uh, in, in Washington, D.C. And uh, we are really grateful to Mark Livingstone and the good folks that have helped so many of our listeners uh, get a great rate for a refi or a new mortgage. And uh, they did my mortgage. They did Oscars. Uh, you want to call them because uh, it, you talk about a nice experience. 202-625-1221. Call them. Uh, rates are going to be uh, messed with with things like Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Mm. They're putting on a refinance fee because the rates are so low. So yeah. you got to act now and take advantage of this while you can. Don't get shut out on this. These are historically low rates on uh, on mortgages and refis, and you really don't want to miss the boat. 202-625-1221 for cornerstonefirst.com uh, if you want to go online. This refinance fee is imminent with the low rates temporary, so do yourself a favor and do it. Remember, whether it's a purchase or a refinance, 202-625-1221 or cornerstonefirst.com. Cornerstone First Financial, personal attention from application to closing. I begin today's show with a quote from my son, uh, given to me not uh, one half hour ago. Oh, really? Uh, my son's quote of the day. I'm reading it right off the paper. I uh -huh. wrote it down. Dad, you're not a fighter. You're an eater. Oh, my God. There we go. Wow. What? Uh, That's a variant on a lover, not a fighter, but different. Mm. Yes. I've never heard eater before. An eater. What, what was the context? I wouldn't eat anything. I, uh, I'm fasting. I was drinking my tea and just sitting there. And uh, he rolled up uh, during the, uh, you know, the Queen's birthday week of celebration uh, that's going on right now. And, day four, uh, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, day, day 12 of the, uh, okay. you know, the, the, the real deal as we celebrated uh, last night, went out to a little din-din with uh, Carla and uh, her mom. And, uh, you know, we had a fine, fine time, wonderful person that was uh, uh, at this restaurant named Cher, sat outside, had our masks on, watched the old people walk on. Do you believe you'd like an appetizer? <laughs> she was what? awesome. Really, like if you're going to have a birthday dinner, yeah. uh, which is not, you know, not a super fancy dinner, but but just a, a dinner out and yeah. to have a uh, a server with that much energy and joy and fun and life. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Cher. I rarely do That's that. That's good. She was so much fun and she was so Did kind. the staff sing or anything? Because, uh, you know, there no. are some restaurants no, that will do the, that and some no. that don't. But they gave her a little uh, a little uh, oyster shell with thanks, something like thanks for celebrating your birthday here. A little commemorative uh, deal that she That's had. That's very cool. Went along with the coffee mugs that I got her for her birthday. So uh, I got her a Donald Trump one. I got her a COVID one. This, If you're having a birthday, you know, and, and I think you should remember that great this was COVID the year. Mug. Uh, great COVID mug. <laughs> 
That's a great COVID mug. A hey, and, and it's a great one. $6 for a great one. Uh, and then uh, this the celebration continues. Uh, uh-huh. Her best buddy will be coming into town. Very nice lady who will be coming into town from uh, up north, they'd say, around Tampa Way. And, oh, cool. And, you know, and it should be a nice weekend with uh, her mom and her uh, friend and me uh, having your a friend. nice dinner. Yeah, your friend. And uh, it'll be fine, of course, if she leaves the gun in the car. <laughs> That'll be... Uh, yeah, everyone yeah, uh, yeah, Everyone yeah. has their own peculiarities, Mike. Well, no, she's on the job. So uh, she's a oh, okay. uh, law enforcement oh. official. Uh, so that's uh, that's why, you know, we... Uh, you know, uh, Would you like me to put it in the car? Yes, that might be a good Michael idea. Michael will be out of his mind then. He's obsessed. Yeah, yeah, he won't know about it. He okay, won't know good. about it. Yeah, good. Out of his mind. Yes, he would. <laughs> oh, yes. Military, military, military. What happens the when yeah. the screws... Got it with the inmates. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, so. I, I saw a wonderful celebration on Facebook for Carla. So happy yes. birthday to yes. Carla once again. Did you feel? Do you feel like? Obviously, you're one of the luckiest men that we know, Mike. You've got such yeah. a beautiful family. Um, there was a picture of Carla and her mom. And mm-hmm. that was posted. And they, they both look beautiful. And if you look yes. at genetics, which I have, that's why I married my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You eyeball, you're like, all right. Mm-hmm. If she can somehow do what her mom has done, then we're going to be A-OK. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it, you know, it, it, look, the bottom line is, I have to be honest with so you, to I speak. go out to a restaurant, walk in uh, with uh, these two. And, uh, and you dated Carla's uh, the, mom before look, you started the, dating Carla, right? No, I what did is not. that? Oh, is that is patently false? He's just being cruel. He's uh, highlighting the fact that I am three years uh, older than Carla's mom, and uh, a fact that Carla's mom likes to mention to me on a regular basis. My aunt I will Dorothy say this. used to say when the when the bill would come at a restaurant, my aunt Dorothy would say, "Figures bore me. Why do we have to focus on statistics?" <laughs> Would you like to? Oh, by the way, a new do. I have to, I'm sporting a new do yes. that I haven't shown everybody. I got tired too of this, so. It's so gone. it's gone. I see. I see. As it's you missed gone. in the pre-show discussion, Oscar, the chicken cutlet is gone. <laughs> and Rob, now Rob is... articulated it best with a chicken cutlet on top of my head. I got rid of it. What you've got now is a uniform length buzz cut. I like it. Well, you're starting I, over I, from scratch. Right. I did it myself. I had the shears yeah. and I was doing it right there. It felt, mm. felt pretty good. Liberating, really. Uh, this would be the look. And for those of you that don't have the video, please check it out on YouTube. Uh, uh-huh. Give us a give us a view. And uh, if you're not watching live, watch it on YouTube because what I'm going to do now is because uh, I didn't get it from one guy, I got it from two guys last night, rarely two. But yeah. when we all got up, when we all got up, uh, this is the look I got, and I know exactly what either was said or unsaid. But this is the look when they see me get up with these two women. Uh-huh. This is the this is the look I see from a guy. Okay, so it's like. There you go. It's real stuff. You get that one? Let yeah. Let me do yes. it again, okay? I'll say it's, it's like, you know. <laughs> if I were forced to describe it, I would say it's about 75% disbelief, 10% disappointment, and 15%, hey, if he can do it, maybe I can. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a little bit of hope sprinkled in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. It was, uh, it's like it watching a feel-good uh, movie on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> I would say he must be a producer. Uh, uh, <laughs> listen, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull a, uh, a, a Trump and O'Reilly. What? I'm gonna say I'm gonna do a little back padding uh, for myself here. I All would right. say I hit it out of the park. Yes. I hit it out of the park. Yeah, yeah. I've done. There's very not a well. person who would I, disagree no. with you. I have done very, very well with her. After on this you came out of a slump of, of sorts. 
Uh, I think I have been. I don't want to say this. I'm going to get. In yeah, I, th- I think you been, better be very careful. Well, the slump has been for me. I'm not. You know, I. I mean, I'm really simple. I. I draw. Here's the key to Carla. Carla is an exquisite hint dropper as to what she wants. And uh, she wanted her friend here. She wanted to do this and wanted to have a dinner at home uh, with with stuff that she wanted to at eat. At any point, I, did I she do that. a hint? Did she do a hint that said, man, I wish there was a way I could remember the pandemic every day when I have coffee? No. Those <laughs> gifts are, uh, look, those crappy little gifts are valued. Uh, but, you know, when you go into a, an aisle yeah. at Party Openers, City yeah. and yeah. they say, oh, that's the 40-year-old aisle, you know, and everybody gets the same balloons, uh, that's that's what it is. By the, you know, by the, you know f- 40 bucks for plastic and mylar and uh, yeah. all that stuff. And you got the I pleasure of driving with balloons, the most unpleasant experience on the on the planet. Not in the, the hog. Not in the hog. The hog's fine. Even I sh- in the I shove hog, them in the back. Even yeah. in the hog, they usually find their way to the front somehow. I don't know. You're right. charmed. You have a charmed life. Though. No, the hog, the, what I did, what I made a mistake was I bought wine and I had bottles of wine in a plastic bag uh, that was in the back of the hog and I laid yes. it on its side. And oh, yeah. so the entire drive home was every stop, every stoplight that I came to because I was late to sure. get back there. And then I got yelled at for not because, uh, uh, you know, because. The queens couldn't pregame, so uh, you know that was. Uh, they were. Did you get the? Did you get the wine? Wine, 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 wine. No, I didn't. And uh, <laughs> sometimes I'm obnoxious that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know. It, it, so I think that it was along the lines of, "Did you get the wine? Uh, that golf game's not going to take care of itself." No, I didn't. Uh, anyway, uh, you, so, do you guys have? And I know that because in Florida, you get certain. Um, I, you get certain services that the the cities do as well so you would get you have um uber you have lyft have you ever tried drizzly where where they bring you alcohol no there's an app called drizzly i've never heard of it until right now and also total wine Wine delivers yeah they'll deliver day of if you play pay a premium total wine is great you know because i went to uh it's not abc like virginia it's uh because you can buy the grocery right it's an or ABC no, chain, though. This, the name of the liquor stores down here. There's a chain called ABC. But and do you? But can you buy liquor? Like, can you buy a hard liquor, the spirits at like the grocery store? In the, at the many of almost all of them now. The okay. grocery stores have a separate uh, uh, door where that's next to the grocery hmm. store that you can go in. That's and kind another of the way separate they, door for the pornography. Roll. So, so. Yes, yeah. Then the pornography is on the right. That's a green door. <laughs> the, uh, the Chris Evan pictures are on the right. Do, yeah. do you, Jolene will get that right out to you. Okay? Yes. Do you, settle, down, <laughs> settle down, dear. Do you, no, I loved it. It was, it was a lot of great thread. Um, do you are you feel, watching me? Why are you watching me? Oh, I can't do the show with you doing that. Like not, not, not sitting off my right shoulder. You have an audience. That's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, how would you rate? Uh, you can say nice and loud so they can uh, get a. Do you want uh, headphones? You could listen. I can't do that. It'll mess up my shot. You have to come into the shot. Otherwise, living. Maddie will have me dancing not around. Living. What? I, I think not not just, on my birthday. I think week. you just ask her the question. I think that'd be enough for us. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> listen. On a scale hey, of one to ten, jazz are you? Hand. Oh, you giving me a. Uh, is that jazz hands you don't want to talk, or is that my rating? Ten. Oh, nice. Ten. It's a ten. It's got to feel ten. good. I said I, I, out of look, a possible people one. were doubting me, and they thought I was some sort of pervert and just like really hyping this guy up. No, it's a ten. It's a ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So Hold on, I think you guys uh, are talking about different things. I think the 10 rating was on Mike observing her birthday, and you're oh, still talking hey, about Hey, Rob, I penis. figured out what sound I lost. <laughs> I figured out what sound I lost. What did I, you lose? Can you send me a gunshot today? Do you have a gunshot where you yeah. are? Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about Chris in? Evans' penis or your or your birthday gift? Uh, she's talking about the just the birthday. It's not the gift. It's the birthday. Oh, every, I thought she was talking everything about the I've penis. Arranged. Oh, the Chris Evans... Oh, were you talking about the penis or the uh, the birthday celebration? Chris Evans' penis. Did you see? see you haven't seen it? She hasn't seen oh, it. Oh, she's a good girl. Doesn't you got a good to... girl. Yeah, I got oh, a good nice girl. Oh, sweet girl. Yeah. yeah. Sweet girl. Uh, so... Oh, uh, wow. I hope she oh. did that come over. Mm. Yeah. Why look at this when I have yours? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh -oh. Yeah. That's, I'm old. Are you packing? Uh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Sorry. I don't want to talk about I, this. Sorry. I feel something creeping up in my throat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm grossing myself out right now. Uh, and then she's off. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, you're still here. You're still it's, here. It's day five. Right. <laughs> the celebration you, continues. When's your cop buddy coming in? Tomorrow morning? All right. Okay. It's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be. What time are the uh, cocktails going to start flowing? <laughs> 10? Oh, 12 noon lunchtime? Then all day, and then, uh, you know, by the end of the evening, happy 40 is like my body. <laughs> <laughs> wine, wine, wine. Oh, all right, we got to take a break. Uh, well, happy birthday. I cannot do the show with you doing that. Not not looking at me from behind. It's just not going to It's not gonna work for me. Unless, you know, it's your birthday weekend. Do you want to stay there? You do. Enjoy your coffee. Uh, we will take my wife's in back. <laughs> what mug is she using? What? What mug is she using? Oh, okay. I'll show them to you. Nice. I'll show you mine. That's my tea mug. Can you see it? Yes. Yes, yes. Hubby. Hubby. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is hers. Mm. Oh, scholar scholarship. Wifey. Art we cute. <laughs> Art we cute. That's sweet. That's nice. Patty and the young woman. All right. We'll take a break and uh, come back with more fun right here on the Michael Marriage. I understand that not everybody appreciates the charm of riverboat gambling. Well, if I cared any less, I'd be dead. <laughs> you can take your chances at school, the movies, or the mall these days. I like to spend my time with the degenerate gamblers on the Mike O'Mara show. Or I place my bet on a TMOS fruitcake. Maybe get a few of them in case any of the Cosgroves come into town. <laughs> if our little casino ain't your cup of tea, I'll grab you coffee instead. Maybe I'll ask Darlene to make it. Is that Darlene's the old lady that uh, is banging the young guy, right? I believe so. Yes, mm -hmm. in Ozark. <laughs> yes, I'm addicted. Uh, I, I, well, we'll talk about Ozark in a second because I, I have a question for you guys. Uh, welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show. Is she looking? Yeah. Uh, football Private is back. eyes are watching you. <laughs> I'm a little fickle about my setup here. I Football understand. is back. Rejoice. And so Woo! is your winning season at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season also means insane player prop bets, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sports wagers. MyBookie. Winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. And don't forget, MyBookie's $300,000 guaranteed super contest. Listen to what happens. This you pick cool. five games against the spread each week. 
and there are prizes all season long. Just get over to MyBookie and get in on the action. Use promo code TMOS uh, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use promo code TMOS and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. A big (laughs) stack of cash. Come on. You got to go to this website because, I mean, it's the best for football, but you can bet on anything. It's fun. It is so cool. Got to do it. I will be making a simple bet this weekend. I am going to pick my New York Giants in really to beat the Chicago Bears. Uh-huh. And uh, I will tell you, it, 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 I don't want to overstate it. I know it's only the second game of the season, but this is not baseball. This is not hockey. This is football. It is, you know, limited games, people. This is it. That- the Giants are to have any chance whatsoever. They have to win this football game. And well, that's right now they're I'm tied for last game. in the NFC East, Mike. That's sad. Thank you. Use promo code DMOS <laughs> and double your uh, first deposit down. Congratulations <laughs> to the Washington football team for winning their first game. Now she's gone. This okay. week I bet against the Giants, Mike. You did? I, I have yeah, well, to. I mean, they're underdogs, so uh, I think the mm. Bears are favored in that game. Uh, let me tell you about uh, this show. So Ozark, um, you know, you guys were right. I was wrong. I've tried Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't get into it like you guys. Just don't. Understood. If you don't like Larry David, you're going to have trouble with Curb Your Enthusiasm. I understand, I don't like yes. Larry David. Uh, but he's funny for a lot of people, and he's a brilliant uh, comedy mind. Ozark, on the other hand, I went back and I revisited and I realized right away you guys were spot on with uh, recommending that uh, Netflix show because it's just meaty. It's got lots of stuff going on. And once you commit to it, it's just uh, it's intense. And they and they got more credible, I think, with their storylines. It was a little less frenetic and they 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 kind of don't you want to don't you want to go on that riverboat now where in season two it looked like absolutely uh, like a, a bad set. That's and now, right. Okay, so that's it. That's what I had a problem with. I didn't right. like the fact that that riverboat was such a phony casino where now it looks like a real casino mm-hmm. they're going I mean, on. I, and it's credible for me. I don't want to be a guy that overthinks things, but I actually look at the exterior of the riverboat and then when they shoot the interior scenes, it makes sense. The layout makes sense where the staircase is. It yep. makes sense. That's yeah. exactly what a riverboat would be like. I it's, love it's, it. It's fun to watch that. And the, the intensity of the characters. This is what I think about with right. drama. I've always felt this way. Felt this way about actors, uh, Joaquin Phoenix to yep. Robert De Niro. All it, and, and it's the same thing with TV shows when you're looking at a drama. You have to, and I think this is important for young actors out there. Not necessarily women, but it can be women. Certainly in Ozark it is. Yes. Danger. Creating danger. People that make you feel uh, on edge. Uneasy. And the character of Helen in uh in this particular uh, show Helen! she is so it's like if jane lynch uh married satan you'd get helen right mm-hmm. okay you get this kid and she and it's just ominous and she's terrifying well she's there's scary. not a, she scares me there's not a bad actor on the show that's no. one of the greatest things about it right but one of the things is that every actor in their own way is compelling and you you're drawn to them. You got to you got to watch them. And oh Helen especially God. because yeah. there is such an evil 
just simmering underneath. And, right. uh, and, so, and then through it all, Jason Bateman being Jason Bateman. And I just love unflappable. I, yes. Absolutely. Uh, and I I get the impression that's the Jason Bateman you'd get in real life, too. I do, too. Where it's I like, uh, which which restaurant do you want to go to, Jason? That doesn't matter, man. Go with when he goes up to the therapist and says, we talked about spending. Sue. <laughs> Sue. Uh, so I'm not finished yet, and but it does, it, it lingers, and that's why it does tend to put me to sleep. I will, I, this literally happened to me. I burned two entire episodes of Ozark and I had no idea how it happened. Oh, Because my God. I had a computer wow. and I that's was blissful. not. So, it's great stuff, but it's not so riveting that I don't drift off. So I had to go back and uh, watch it. And they were focus. two pretty, pretty crucial focus. episodes. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, yeah. I, spoiler alert! Turn down your uh, your TV. I ju- they just uh, put uh, what's his name in the uh, in the big uh, toaster. Ooh, uh, so okay. that's that's where I am uh, right mm. now, and I haven't gotten to the season finale. Is it three? Is this season three? Is season the- three, and they've already approved season four. Yeah, they just coming sooner, it'll be messed come, up, coming sooner it'll be messed than we up. think. Really? Really? Yeah. Good. Season four will be coming sooner than well, we think? I, I, Rob, can you confirm? I thought it was season two and season three is coming. No, season three is what we're watching now. Because oh. oh, uh, right. I, I think they've. Uh, if you go to IMDb for it, mm-hmm. they've got the date slated for season four, but I believe not yet the episode. Yeah, it's season four. You're correct. Because what, what threw me is that I when I checked and I was checking something on IMDb and it said there's 44 episodes. I said, well, that can't be. But it's because they've listed season four already. Got it, got it, got it. All right, uh, uh, we got to take a break. When we come oh. back, uh, just a little message to listeners that want to give me advice. All right, and the way to do it, and the way to do it, and do, do it in a caring and loving and kind and decent way, especially Be when nice. you're talking about my own mental health. <laughs> we'll talk about this person. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to call this person a name. I'll Travis? Everything's all right. No, it's not Travis. We'll be right back on the microphone. You'll never guess who just joined the TMOS Patron Society. Are you listening, you piggy? <laughs> hey, from the deck of the Jack Time. Hey, little, 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 Michael Merritt. Hey, <laughs> Doing my morning show at night. Apple doodle. Sorry, Gracie. Waddle, doodle, doodle. You don't even have to activate the lower. Just strap on a gun and pin on a badge and give to the TMOS Patron Society. Whatever you decide to give to the TMOS cause is okay by me. So become a TMOS patron today and be sure to catch the Grease Man on TMOS whenever Rob can book on. <laughs> a tribute to the great Doug Track, ladies and gentlemen. I'd uh, love to get him on the show. I really would. Uh, hey, you know, D- Doug, Grease, if you're out there and you hear my voice, uh, come on the show. We'll have We're fun. Fans. We'll just, uh, We're fans. We're fans, man. Huge fans. Uh, you can't, uh, you know, look, anybody who loves radio, you cannot be a, fra- a fan of that guy. He's uh, mm-hmm. True. He was that unique and that uh, original. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by Stamps.com. For all our sakes, we need to avoid crowds any way we can. Yep. But what if you need postage to send out letters and packages? Have no fear. Stamps.com is here. Anything you can do at the post office, you can do at Stamps.com. Print your postage on demand and skip those crowds at the post office. No human contact required. It's that easy. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer 
And as if that wasn't enough, Stamps.com also offers UPS services. With discount rates up to 62%, and with Stamps.com, you don't have to pay UPS residential surcharges. Plus, five cents off every first-class stamp. That's a wow factor. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, savings you, uh, saving you time and money and keeping you safe in these crazy times. We used it this week. It's fantastic. You imagine right not going now, to the post office? You love it. Love it. Our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in TMOS. That's stamps.com, promo code TMOS. Stay safe, my friends. Okay, real quick. We got a quick yes. and we got to get uh, Oscar's take on. Because Oscar's take. Really Oscar's meaty, take. Meaty, Oscar's meaty, take. meaty, good stuff for Oscar to talk about. Uh, I have to tell you this. So if you are going to comment to me about my <laughs> mental health, Ah. If you are going to uh, be friendly and say, yes. you know, I've listened for a long time, but I'm not bringing this up because I already deleted it. There is a place for that. All right. There is a place. You're not doing me a favor to post something on my page on Facebook that is public uh, domain. Not that there was anything in there that uh, I might have disagreed to a certain point, but if there was nothing truly damning there. But if you're going okay. to talk to me about going to see a therapist... Sue? Idea. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna go. Yeah. You're gonna tell me to go see a therapist. You know, I don't need that on my homepage. Your private page? Yeah. You just my, my personal page. Private message is what I'm looking. A PM yeah. is what I'm looking for, not for everybody, because that's like going. Mike, I hope Mike's okay. That's a guy holding up a you know a rocks glass at a party. Go, you know what you need to do. This is what I would do. Let me make sure everybody in the world knows the advice that I'm giving to you. I think. Look, you can say that your therapy is Oscar and Raw, but I no no no. That is not nearly my idea for you. Is to get some professional help. Thanks a lot. That didn't do me any good. I deleted it. I didn't save it. If right. you had sent that to me in a private message, I would have appreciated it. That's all. Yeah. That's all I wanted to share. Because, time and uh, place. It's frustrating. Yes. Right? Yes. Time and, and place. Is, That's what it is. Yeah. And uh, uh, by the way, I have uh, on occasion dabbled with the mental health community, and I'm sure there are millions, thousands, wonderful therapists out there that are helping people every day. Yes. Yeah, and if it works for you, it's fine. My personal experience has not been what I would describe as, hmm, rewarding. Okay. Rewarding. Yeah. Meaningless. The last guy, last nad that I went to see, oh, you're going to read this book, read this book, read this book. Excuse me, you a therapist or are you a college professor? I don't want seven books to <laughs> Summer read. Summer reading okay? list. Yeah. I, read the know, devil's chessboard. Lazy, yeah. lazy nad just sitting back there with his blonde hair. Read this, read this. Did you get to sit on a couch? Yeah, no, no, no. In, in I always chair. miss the old days where you could lay down chair. on a couch. You know, in a, in a chair, you know, and uh, uh, you know, and by the way, when you walk into those places, everybody's a little hinky. And uh, this is months and months, years ago, probably. Yeah. Like, Are you Mike O'Mara? It's like, mm. you know, not 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 the public, but it was like, yeah, say it a little louder, you know, ass. It was a bad are experience. You, are you radio's Mike O'Mara? Right, right. <laughs> a friend of here? mine. A friend of mine may, uh, in a land long ago, far, far away, gone to a marriage therapist who uh, actually uh, gave uh, his wife's uh, 
uh, uh, to calm her fears, gave her business cards of divorce attorneys. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine that? Boy, I'm I'm, I'm glad mm. I'm not that guy. <laughs> mm. That must have really been something, Rob. That's I'll like a, that. that's like dealing with contractors that say, "Oh, I know someone who does that." I know someone yeah. who does I that. I had a friend. Yeah. Uh, I got a guy. I got totally a guy. Unethical. Yeah, I had a friend. Well, that's like, a sad day for your friend. That uh, <laughs> that went into the therapist and they held up a teddy bear and said, "Tell me where you like to be touched." <laughs> yes, I remember that. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, and the, and the, and that teddy bear was Ted from the movie. <laughs> that was, uh, was a boy. That feels good. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like a finger there. All right, anyway, we got to take it. Wicked smart. That's fantastic. Yeah, boy, that felt great. Can you do that again? Faster. Faster now. Uh, we'll Thunder take a buddies. break and uh, come back. <laughs> Thunder buddies. Uh, we will take a break and come back with Oscar's Take right here on the Mike O'Mara Show. We dedicate this one with peace. Oh, yeah. Especially to Ernie in mm. Desert Green. Call up. Shout out to Cardi B. Shout out to my homie from Nevada. Ow. We got the Waffies winning ass picks. Thursdays <laughs> on the Mike O'Mara Show. Winning ass podcast. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. Along with the Merle, the Carrie, and the Diamond Pick of the Week. Winning ass picks! Don't make your picks until you check in with Nikki. TMOS, baby, you know what I'm saying? Light him up! We out, y'all. We out, y'all. Weird, weird funny show. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to the Michael O'Mara Show. Everything just seems so depressing right now. Yes. Your wife is dancing on the internet with her bathing suit on the outside <laughs> of her active wear. Active wear. No one in Washington, D.C. can hear the music you play from your computer. <laughs> <laughs> And the most exciting part of your day is when Pony finally succeeds at talking up a record from the 1970s supergroup Orleans. Or as Pony called them, The Orleans. The Orleans. Then sometimes the New Orleans. I called them a lot of things. Yes, you did. But I, uh, Pony, if it take, if it's anything, that it was the best part of the bonus show. It was I think fun. people get a kick out of it. I, I uh, like it, yeah. Well, let me tell you something that is fantastic. And uh, if you crave a bit of normalcy, TMOS Fruitcake Futures, people. <laughs> That will take you back to the good old days. Hey, Ben-Hur, jump aboard the Maraschino Chariot. Ah! And let your taste buds <laughs> transport you to happier times. One bite, and these fruitcakes will remind you of a time when everything was right with the world. TMOS Fruitcake Futures. Buy now and have something to look forward to. How many are you going to buy, Carla? Five. Five. She's oh, buying five, five of five. them. Five. Seems, seems Remember, low. our dates always put out. Because they're in the fruitcake. Uh, they taste uh, good. Website, MikeOmeraShow.com. Buy as many as you like. Uh, every uh, purchase supports TMOS. Excelsior. <laughs> right? There you go. Maraschino uh, Chariot. Right? Chariot. Very funny. Thank you, Rob. Very clever. Very clever. <laughs> Very and now, clever. without further ado, it's time for Oscar's Take. Oscar's Take. A review and comment on the news of the day. As only our Bolivian bloviator can do it, the views expressed by Oscar Santana in no way represent the views of the Michael Mara Show, its listeners, or the right-thinking people of the United States. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. We've got a fat one. Let's do it. Oscar's take, ladies and Oscar's gentlemen. Oscar's take. Oscar, it's National Cheeseburger Day, and a new poll found they're one of our favorite quarantine foods. Yeah, the top comfort foods we are eating more of right now, pizza, burgers... <laughs> Pizza. Ice cream, French fries, 
and mac and cheese, but cheeseburger right there. And I know no one likes a great cheeseburger as much as you do, Oscar. So yeah, I, look, just- it's been a renaissance uh, for for delivery fast food, and I would say that for a cheeseburger to be recognized on National Cheeseburger, that makes sense. A day for for the cheeseburger makes sense, yes. but a day for I would say the burrito is even more important because Chipotle. In the days of COVID and the pandemic, do you remember like three years ago where nobody wanted to go to Chipotle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was yeah. like, oh, we're not going there. Too many people are getting yeah. sick. Yeah. yeah. Somebody pooped in the yeah. lettuce. They are the number one food being delivered to people in the pandemic. Um, We've got a problem at Chipotle. Someone has pooped in the lettuce. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, there seems to be a person squatting over the lettuce, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the worm has turned. The worm has turned. Maybe you want to use a different phrase? Thank you. You know... I'll tell you something, though. Come down here and uh, nothing like a, a Chipotle burrito, fine product. Yes. Nothing compared to the old Taco Vasquez down at the gas station. Have you been street. back yet? Uh, we've been back once and uh, we will go back. I'm going to pl- I'm planning on uh, doing it tomorrow with a little. I don't want you to burrito. post on the don't do the Facebook thing, but take a picture of your meal and send it to me. I want to see what they look that. like. Absolutely. I would love that. Uh, you're listening to Oscar's take. Oh, Oscar's gentlemen. take. Oscar, Oscar, someone on Reddit uh, just asked people to name the oldest piece of technology they have in their house. And uh, there are some great answers in there. I got five of them. A reel-to-reel tape recorder. Rob, do you still have a reel-to-reel in your home? I have one, yeah, but it's mostly for show. Uh, cassettes. Do you have any? Ca- I'm, th- you know, this probably should be Rob's take, Oscar, but I'll let you comment. I'll take yeah, it. I actually uh, mastered um, some cassettes for Charlie Bernie this week. Okay. Oh, Charlie Bernie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bootleg from uh, the uh, the Birchmere from 1981. It was fantastic. It was very cool. Uh, a rotary phone that still still works. Do you have one of those in your house? <sighs> no, my mom has one in her kitchen. Okay. Uh, a microwave that's older than most of the people who live in the house. Uh, we do not have that in our house. But no, uh, microwaves so. they they go, so you have to replace them. How about this? This is this is vintage number uh, one too. A top loading VCR with dial turners, <laughs> uh, dial tuners for VHS oh, and USB. That's great. I don't have. A, I do have a working VHS. It's in storage, but I have it if I need it. Oscar, do you have any vintage old uh, hardware like that in the home? No, because they're too Mr. bulky Gadget. and they take space. There you go. Yes, he's yeah. got a tiny house. That's you it. know, they asked Carla the oldest piece of technology in her house, and she said her husband. <laughs> All right, Howard, thank you very much. Appreciate that. You're listening to Oscar's Take. Ladies. Oscar's All right, my take. favorite story in Oscar's Take, yes. Oscar. Yeah. Martha Stewart recently started selling her own line of CBD products, and uh. yes, she samples her wares. During an interview with the New York Times, the interviewer tried one uh, delicately, and Martha encouraged her to devour them. Quote, pop it in. Don't bite it. Pop it in. Uh, The interviewer asked uh, if she was just supposed to take one or what. Martha said, this is a quote, Mm -hmm. it depends on who you are. I pop 20 of them and just feel okay. But some of my friends do too and feel high. I didn't know why. Martha said that her buddy Snoop Dogg Mm, introduced Mm. her to the positive effects of cannabis back in 2015. Quote, we sat next to each other for seven hours at Comedy Central's Roast of Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, my God. Snoop must have smoked 10 giant fat blunts, and I inhaled all that smoke. It felt really good. A contact high. That's what they call it. Um, I had to fly that night. I don't remember going on the plane. I don't remember doing anything. <laughs> I don't remember my performance on the roast. 
but it was very, very successful. <laughs> she's, she's always Martha Stewart. She, Contact her. That's what they call it. it. This is uh, a sheer business titan. And yep. I know that she had the issues with the uh, with, uh, FCC. Well, not the FCC, the FTC. Yeah. And she did she her time. She served hard time. Yeah, yeah. She, she served her time. But I'll tell you, as a businesswoman, the idea that she's reinventing herself and bringing CBDs to the market under her name, it was just yesterday where people would, were rushing to Kmart to get her towels. And yep. now they are yep. literally looking for a brand name CBD oil. It's pretty crazy. She's gonna you know kill, what she could she's do? She's going to kill with it. Yeah. She could tell those towels that you can roll up and put them under your door jam. <laughs> so when you smoke, the smoke doesn't go out of your dorm. So she's got both ends of the thing covered. You just transported yourself back to VCU in the 1980s, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, you're listening to Oscar's Take. Oscar, a fifth grader in Florida was told he had to take off his Hooters face mask and put on a different one at school. And now his dad is upset. Quote, there's nothing offensive or derogatory about this mask, according to this kid's dad. He was forced to take off a Hooters I, I agree with the father. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. usually with I side with the school. No, 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 no. At this point, we're past. Hey, take off the Spuds McKenzie T-shirt. It's inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, at, at, or take off any of uh, of like the Bud the Bud uh, Wiser T-shirts at school. Bud man. If someone's even getting to school and they're wearing a mask, you got to give them a pass. Yeah. You right. got to give them yeah. a pass. Absolutely. Mm. Right. Absolutely. Pat on the back, son. Maybe something yeah. a little uh, different tomorrow, but go on through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like my buddy Larry. Shout out to my buddy Larry. Who always likes to show me his Donald Trump, Trump 2020 mask. And he, this is the way it looks. Okay, I'll do the imp- impression All of right. that. <laughs> yeah, but, but hats isn't, off to isn't Larry. there some sort of, I guess, uh, satisfaction? You're like, oh, at least he's wearing a mask. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Why not? Right? Why not? And masks yeah. are, are a rock. By the way, I got the new ones that I uh, ordered, and uh, they're they're working great. Uh, although I uh, busted a strap because I got a fat head. You're listening to Oscar's take, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Finally, Oscar. Early on Monday morning, the cops in Eustis, Florida, pulled over a 48 year old guy named George Vacherlon. Uh, he is a convicted felon, and they found ammo in his car door. So he was arrested for possession of ammunition by a convicted felon. Not a good thing. But George was already wearing restraints before they cuffed him. Oh. Because for some reason, he had a steel bondage collar locked around his neck. Oh, no. There was another guy in the car with George. Yeah. And, uh, he was arrested for having meth on him. Florida among the pines. Uh, they live at the same address. Okay. But we don't know their exact relationship. There's no word on how the bondage collar wound up on George's neck earlier in the night. So handcuffs and a bondage collar in Eustis, Florida. Oscar Santana. Look, um, God, it's hard to tell people like what they should do, especially in their private time. Yeah. And... God knows that, uh, you know, online shopping can bring you anything to your home <laughs> and, and people are buying stuff they probably wouldn't have bought in the past. Right. So, uh, mm-hmm. in, in my eyes, like, again, this goes back to the pandemic. A lot of things you should let pass as, as, well, as long as speaking people, of pass, I think you better do a body cavity search on that guy before he gets to the jail. Yeah, you know, there's, absolutely. There's if you do, he'll probably tip crime, you. There's got to be a level of crime that yeah. you just let go to a certain level. I, yes, yeah. I understand, but you know, you can't let a guy go with the ammo in the door. That's probably just you know, fair enough. Little yeah. meth, 
fair enough. Meth, your buddy with a dog collar on, you know, yeah. that's fine too. But the ammo in the door, that's the thing, you know. <laughs> and really, I mean, you want to definitely, uh, you know, check that cavity, you know, make sure you're not in there. Because otherwise, you know, it'll be Saturday night in the jail. What the hell happened with that? Uh, you are so glass half empty. I mean, at least he wasn't wearing a Hooters mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hooters mask with his dog collar. We'll take a break. We will come back with the final audio vault of the week right here on the Mike O'Mara Show, everybody. Hello, Outlaws. This is Las Vegas legend Wayne Newton, and I love you. There are a few things in life that I require. Peace, joy, and, of course, convenience. That's why I like to listen to TMOS on Spotify. No matter where I am in my downtown apartment visiting the guinea hens at Casa de Shenandoah or on stage at the Sands, I know that my favorite TMOS troublemakers are just a few taps away. So remember, every night when your tuxedo hits the floor and he wants some solid, marvelous entertainment, Get your cellular telephone and grab some TMOS on Spotify. Just another great way to be a part of America. I wish you love. Thank you, Wayne. Welcome back to the Michael Mara Show, brought to you by Sunday. Many of us give up after a long summer leaves our lawns brown. But right now, before the really cold months, is actually the best time to work on your lawn. Uh, This year, by the way, my Sunday product, this is brought to you by Sunday. They're a wonderful lawn product. My sister drives by a house and says, you got a bunch of beverages. Uh, it says Sunday on it. I said, no, no, that's, that's a, well, technically beverages, but beverages for the lawn, honey. <laughs> that's Sunday. Uh, this year I started, uh, get Sunday.com's custom lawn care plan to help my lawn thrive through fall and get a head start on spring. Just went to their website, typed in the home address and their free lawn analysis tool did the rest. Pretty cool the way they do it. Yep, too. Love it. Satellite photos. They check the data on the soil samples there. It's fantastic. In second Sunday gave me a custom lawn plan based on soil climate and lawn and they sent everything I needed right to my door and the best part is super easy they have an attachment you put on your hose you water your lawn basically that's all you do it's as easy as attaching the included nozzle. That's right. It's included. Right. Uh, lawn care used to cost a fortune to take up a whole day. Now it takes less than 15 minutes. Best of all, it's only $59. That's it. That is a deal, people. Mm-hmm. You don't need hundreds of dollars or a degree in soil science to have a great lawn. Just get Sunday. Visit GetSunday.com. Try a custom lawn care plan for as little as $59 after getting $10 off with our promo code TMOS at checkout. That's GetSunday.com. Dot com promo code TMOS. Do it today. Now, the final audio vault of the week on Friday, September 18th, 2020. Mr. Rob Peter. There was a lot of talk on the internet about the Fast Times at Ridgemont High live table read where they got an all-star cast together to read the script of Fast Times. And really? Big, yeah, and the thing that people were all excited about, it was done, of course, virtually by Zoom, is that Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were going to both be a part of it, and, you know, that's like their big reunion. The narrator for the stage directions was Morgan Freeman. So if you missed it, here's how the... Uh, now, what F- is the movie we're talking about? Fast Times. Brad, Brad Pitt? Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were in Fast Times? No, they they are recreating the script at a table read uh, on, on Facebook Live. Yeah, but what, what are they... 
I guess who are they playing? They're yeah, play- well, are they? you're, I'm going to play the clips now. Okay. Um, Jennifer Aniston plays Phoebe Cates. I don't okay. know her okay. name in the show. Perfect. Um, Brad Pitt plays uh, Judge Reinhold, and the okay. uh, and the narrator is Morgan Freeman. Here's the pool scene. I don't need to say any more than that, do I? Okay. okay. All right, here sure. we go. Hey, Brad, do you have any cute... The Dave dream evaporates, and we see a real life again with an interior Brad bathroom angle on Linda's face. In the doorway of Brad's bathroom as she watches the sight before her. Angle on Brad, trying to cover himself and act nonchalant and keep his back turned at the same time. The words barely escape his mouth. Wait, just a, a minute. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I, I did not know anybody was in here. Linda turns, goes immediately as if she wants to forget what she just saw as quickly as possible. <laughs> she closes the door behind her. Doesn't anybody knock anymore? And that brings us to our second break. Little awkward, little hard to listen to. To me, anyway. Why would they do that? Why not like, get Phoebe, like get everybody that's involved? Get the, get the people, the right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Man, Morgan Freeman uh, doesn't sound that great. Well, also sounds like that might have been the first time he ever saw those words. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, He's like, all right, let's do this. I don't know. I, no, didn't work for me. Sorry I about don't, that. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, they I don't know. Just, hey, at least they're trying stuff, yeah. you know? Why yeah. not? I'm, I'm um, Maybe more successful is uh, what's going on on TikTok. There's a trend this week where young ladies are shaping their teeth with nail files. Hmm. Here's some audio from TikTok of that. Now, this may come as a surprise to you, but orthodontics professionals are saying, don't do this. Here's Dr. Ben Winters watching a TikTok video of tooth filing and reacting. This is actually <laughs> something we do. It's called enamoplasty, okay? And us as dentists and orthodontists, we do this with a lot of people, okay? But you need to know specifics before you can do stuff like this. Can't do this by yourself with a, with a nail. It looks like she has a nail file she's using to do it. Oh. Everybody has a set amount of enamel, okay? And that set amount of enamel, once you go through it, you hit your nerve and blood and pain and nastiness. It's just terrible. You don't want that. Uh, apparently, there's not a problem in Florida, though, because when they start <laughs> filing, the teeth fall out. Hold on. So that why are they? Do, I mean, are they to, My, to make their teeth smaller? Beautiful to make yeah. them match to make them you know vanity shape vanity. Them. vanity vanity thy name I just is, popped into my head that particular Saturday Night Live lady that's on <laughs> that plays the little Jewish boy. Do you yes. know the, uh, the, yeah, the I know actress? exactly. Yeah, she's got um, big teeth. I'm trying to think of people with uh, with big with big Vicky teeth. Lawrence. <laughs> a lot of shaving. <laughs> That's so nasty. People it is. Are, it God, is. Why? I know. it would be. And we're talking. We're not talking an emery board here. We're talking about a, a file. metal file. nail file. Ugh. Exactly. Ugh. An emery board. Rondo I don't think has we're doing. what plants crave. <laughs> All right. Here's go. a here's a palate cleanser. Uh, my kids, when they were watching up, watched Adventure Time, which was a pretty uh, out there cartoon. There was a dog on it named Jake, and he loved. Uh, there was a song that was catchy about making bacon pancakes mm-hmm. and someone figured out that it matches up perfectly with alicia keys doing empire state of mind i don't know why i found this so catchy bacon pancakes making bacon pancakes take some bacon and i'll put it in a pancake bacon pancakes that's what it's gonna make bacon pancakes bacon pancakes bacon pancakes bacon pancakes bacon pancakes bacon pancakes I want to hear that note again. (laughs) (laughs) 
the note that keeps I me coming back. I found that. that addictive, so uh, let's close up the audio vault so I can go make some bacon pancakes. <laughs> have a Very great weekend, good everybody. Shows. Listen, have a fantastic weekend, everybody. I love you, Carla. Thanks for staring at me. Oh, she left. Okay. Happy birthday. Uh, anyway, why don't you get bored? It's a good show. Anyway. I don't know. It's My lips hurt real bad. Uh, we <laughs> got to get out of here. She uh, hates we'll, the audio vault. Uh, very, very good. We have a spintacular on yes. uh, the show. Mm-hmm. We struggle at the beginning, and then we hit our stride, and Pony does 15 takes on uh, Still the One by Orleans. You don't want to miss that. <laughs> and Maddie It's a Kelsey. fabulous bonus show this week. And Maddie Massiello, what, just what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? Uh, anyway, uh, we will take a break and uh, see you on Monday with another brand new show. For Oscar Santana, Ross Buick, Michael Mayer saying so long, everybody. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Before you go, please make a mental note. Today's show was made possible by the TMOS bonus packages. You can secure yours right now by going to MikeOmeraShow.com and clicking on the red bonus banner. Buy it or give it. Either way, you're helping out TMOS, and that's a good thing. Thank you, and go in peace. Thank God it's Friday! Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. The best is yet to come! Hi, everybody. Happy Friday. Hey, Cue the hey, skydiver. Hey. <laughs> Cue the Gene Wilder. What's the matter with you people? I was joking. Don't you know a joke when you hear one? Cue Sam Rogers, former head of the uh, Washington Cluster I work for. Well, well I don't get... <laughs> they bring the but they're... Bye.